Welcome to Coach Life, leading leaders with Pastor John Pierce, the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. When we coach leaders effectively, we create multiplication and momentum. We want to equip and inspire you as you grow as a coach who leads leaders. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Frecker, a Melbourne East location pastor. Welcome to Coach Life Leading Leaders with Pastor John Pierce. We're excited to be hosting you again. We are talking all thing coaching because great coaches create multiplication and momentum. How are you today, Pastor John? Hey, Dan, I'm doing really well. Excited to be in episode two of Coach Life. Woo! And uh, for those of us joining us for the first time, if you've never met, uh, Dan Freaker is our C3 Powerhouse Melbourne East location pastor. Just celebrated the third Come year on. birthday for Melbourne East and uh, church has gone exceptionally well. Just crossed over, Dan, more in-person services than online. It's a miracle. So that's, that's a pretty good milestone. Look, God bless everyone who does online church. It's good, but oh, isn't that amazing? It's so good to be preaching oh, to mate. people in the room. And oh, I'm a hugger. <laughs> yes. I'm a people person. I want to be in the room with people. It just helps me a lot. Absolutely. So, so that's Dan. So hey, last last time we talked, Dan, it was a, a great episode. So we talked about the pressure that comes on a leader when you go to a new level, when you go deeper in your leadership journey. And a coach is leading leaders, maybe group yeah. leaders, maybe team leaders. Maybe you're a senior pastor and you're coaching people. So every level of greater responsibility for people has greater spiritual and emotional pressure and we talked about how to deal with that in in our first session. It was a helpful conversation and hey, as we launch into this, I actually talked to someone, Pastor John, who shared this with their team and actually going through it and we just want to ask, that: can you please give us a review? We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, Yes. You know, subscribe to where you watch us, YouTube or Spotify and why not share this with a friend or someone else in your team who you're leading with, but... Pastor John, I'd love to start just by asking, what do you think is one mistake people make as they become coaches? Uh, okay. Just one. Look, pro- <laughs> yeah, just one. No, probably an easy one. And look, the mistake I, I've made, a uh, mistake I've seen some of our younger leaders make uh, when they become a coach, and it's just, I would say, being too task-oriented. Right. So, okay. it, you know, when, you, uh, when you're when you coaching leaders, for example, you're coaching a, a, a leader who's overseeing a host team yeah. on Sunday, a welcome team, or, or maybe they're, they're leading a kid's church on a Sunday, uh, or maybe they're leading a small group and if you just go straight in with here's the job description mm. and here's what you need to do and here's the reports you need to fill out and and why don't you have enough team and just re- go in you know on task yeah. then we just get people offside i think what we have to remember and this is what i'd love to dive into today dan mm. is that people really love relational leadership mm. uh, so our, our friend who is an inspiration in, de- in the leadership pipeline and development mac yes. calls it soul to soul leadership yes. shout out to mac and uh, that, the idea that we really lead people best when we're we're relationally connected when we're, and i, I want to talk a bit around that today i think it's going to be very helpful and i love to start and think even in my own leadership like the leaders i personally have loved being under and of course yes. you know for myself it's you and pastor dan it is relational leadership and it's right. a, such a powerful uh, way to lead it's the jesus model right and i guess yeah it is yeah i'd love it is to the ask. jesus model well let's just talk about that a bit well i i think just before even there i think it you can tell that a leadership style is relational because there's laughter. Yes. There, there is a vulnerability. 
there's there's parties and fun, <laughs> come uh, on. But there's but there's also a sense of genuine honesty and and the people feel safe with a relational leader. So I think that's obviously it's the Jesus mm. way. And so the, the question you asked, what would be a biblical framework? Mm. Jesus obviously would be one. I think of when I think of a brilliant coach of leaders, I think of the Apostle Paul. So good. And you know you can read the letters that the the, the great apostle wrote, and he wrote some of his letters are to disciples. They're to the, the church at yeah. Corinthians or the church at Ephesus or the church at Philippi. And so that's really to disciples or followers. Mm. But then you get an insight into Paul, the leadership coach, when you read the book of Timothy, First and Second Timothy, yeah. the book of Titus, and you see what a relational leader and what a relational coach the apostle was. And so that's that's probably where I want to draw mm. a little bit of inspiration for us today about what, what what's a few things a relational leader does mm. as a coach. And I love you've always said that to me, that if you want to read a great book as a young leader – one and two Timothy and I think it's so helpful to know the context and as you said it's it's a spiritual father writing to a spiritual son it's a coach right. writing to a leader right. and I guess yes. what would you say is some of what what's something that you've taken out um, of Paul's letters there that can help us become better coaches well look there's a few thoughts I love it with Paul he's got two types of leaders he's writing to Timothy who's probably a more sensitive uh, leader <laughs> who who you know takes things personally right. a heart anxious. person a heart guy yeah. yep. and then he's writing to Titus who's probably one of the a baseball bat leader who just comes out <laughs> swinging and you know he's 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 full on right. and so both of them have a what I love and this is the art of coaching it's not one size fits all mm. it's I'm tailoring my coaching to your personality wow. I, I'm tailoring my coaching Coaching to to the way you're wired, and that's why relational coaching is so important. So I think great uh, I've got three things that I would take from from uh, Paul as he writes to Timothy that will help us coach leaders. Great. Okay, remembering that's our framework. The first thing is a great relational leader knows people's stories. Mm. So Paul. Paul writes to Timothy and he talks about his upbringing. He talks about his mother wow. uh, and he talk, and grandmother Lois and Eunice. He talks about them, him being raised in this household of faith. Uh, you know, there's, there's a sense that Paul, he's obviously brought Timothy on the journey and they literally have traveled together. So they, he's introduced him. He's in one way, he's fathered him and become his spiritual father. So, so what I take from that is great leadership coaches, and great pastors and great leaders, mm. but if you're a coach, you've got to know people's stories. So good. You've got to know, you know, you've got to know well, what's what's their spiritual background. So that's why you don't sit down in your first appointment with a <laughs> when you're a group coach. Now you've become a group coach, yep. and here's a group leader, and you sit down and go, "Hey, but how to how to be a great group leader?" You, you sit down and go, "Okay." <laughs> Let's connect. So true. How long have you been following Jesus? Mm. Tell me about your salvation story. Tell me about your your walk with God right now. Yeah. Um, your spiritual journey. Tell me about your family upbringing. Tell me about your mm. you know now not all in one setting. You build this over yeah. time, but t- I want to know about your family situation now. I want to know uh, what are your dreams. I yeah. want to know what are your what are the aspirations of your heart. Tell us about your work and the the different seasons you've been in, the successes you've had. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Are you, what? Are, so it's your story. What are your hobbies? Yeah. Uh, tell me about you know the trauma that's happened in your life and how God's met you in that trauma wow. and maybe even the the shadow that that trauma has over your life and you know the, the victories you've had. Yeah. What, what God's done. What floats your boat. This is just all. You get to know people's stories yeah. and then you you relate differently to different people because of their stories. So and true. So that's. 
that's you know that's just Paul writing and, and saying yeah. I I understand your background I understand who you are yes. and uh, so I think that's a really oh, important part of relational leaders so good isn't it that I believe that love is the foundation of leadership and yes and you know that people feel that love as we get to know them and and really yeah. you know I love that was Jesus, as we've been talking about. He said, come and follow me. And, and what that was, it's an invitation into his life and his world. Yeah. And I found, I'd love to ask you, Pastor, but for this, it actually, this isn't around the boardroom every time. This is actually around the table. This is, no. yep. you know, and Paul said this in Thessalonians. He said, I, I didn't just share the word of God with you. I actually shared my life with you. Right. And I, right. I love this, that as a coach, we're getting the leaders into our life and we're getting into their life and it's doing yes. life together where we have these conversations, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, Dan, we're both sporting nuts. We love sport. <laughs> we are. And so, yes. yeah, so the, the the greatest coaches, they say, are not necessarily the greatest strategists. Right. Uh, because you can have assistants who have strategy and they're not necessarily the smart, they're not even necessarily the best players. Wow. The greatest coaches have got this beautiful, this man management or this people management wow. ability to get to know someone and the ability that one person needs a cuddle and the other person needs to kick up the butt, <laughs> yes. but they just they get that. And this is this is, I guess, you build that relationship both in a side by side doing ministry together environment, yeah. in a one on one having coffee and just deliberate investment, or a come into my life, yeah. sit around the table where our family's having a meal, bring your family, and, you know. So there's all there's. You know, mucking around, playing cards and yes. games. Some of the people we've developed over the years, when they see how competitive <laughs> it's we through are, through the fire of board games, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fire of cards, oh, ping pong, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so all of those things yeah. help help build a relational connection. And but you do have to be deliberate. And I I do take notes for when I'm getting to know someone. Yeah, I love that about their story. I want to know that I want the name of their kids. I want to remember the name of mm. people's kids. I want to remember parts of their you know their upbringing or their family situations because all all of our past it filters into who we are so right good. now so that's the first thing i'd say know people's stories no, it's very powerful and the next thing the next thing i'd say is you do need to know have and really have a sense of people's calling mm, so I, I love paul writes to timothy and says i'm commanding you keeping with the prophecies once made about you wow so paul Paul remembers the prophecies that maybe he gave to Timothy or that others gave to Timothy. He talks about the gifts that were imparted to you wow. through the laying on of my hands. And so when you're coaching a leader, it's not just about doing this job. Mm. It's not just about running this group. It's not just about leading this team uh, of musicians. Yep. It's actually about, well, what's the calling? I'm, what's the calling on your life? On. And I'm, I'm wanting to develop you. And, you know, as a coach, I might have two years in a person's yeah. life or I might have a decade or I might have a life. Yeah. But when you're a coach, you're part of a people's journey yes. to coach them. But you want to do it with the end in mind. What's the call of God? I'm, I, I love it when I get to coach uh, leaders who I have a sense are going to plant churches so one day, Dan, just like you guys. And yeah. so the framework for my coaching is actually, well, right now we're talking about Friday night at youth. Yes. 
But one day, all of these principles are going <laughs> to arch over to leading a location. Wow. And so I'm nailing you on communication right now <laughs> because one day if you're in another city, yes. uh, you're going to have to be brilliant at communication, yeah. for example. Yeah, I think that's great. And I was going to say, as a recipient of you know your coaching, I've so appreciated that, that I felt believed in, I felt... I felt your heart for me that you want to not, you're not just developing me so I can help you. And even though that's part of it, you're you're developing me because you see the call of God in me. And it's a, it's a mantra in my head. I I share it quite often uh, is four of the best words in a leader's mouth is I see in you. And as great coaches, we need to see the call of God and develop them. Uh, We're developing them on the potential of who they can be tomorrow, not who they are today. Right. I think they feel that so heart, good. don't they, Pastor John? Whether you're developing yeah. me to get a job done or you're developing yes. me because you love me, right? Yes, and that's a task-oriented leader going, holy flip, <laughs> we don't have the right people, <laughs> don't have enough team for this coming Sunday, yeah. and so <laughs> you're, you're at task. Now, that yes, that's a problem, yeah. but what we've got to look at is the bigger picture mm. that in the context of God's potential. I love Paul, when they came to Paul and he'd just been saved and he was blind and Ananias prays for him, and, and part of the story is God says, God talks to Ananias about the call of God on Saul's wow. life or Paul's life life and so it's right from the get-go it's the context of his calling yes. that someone comes and puts their hands on his life and shapes them so that's the, the second thing you got to know people's calling mm. and you coach within the framework of their story their calling and then the third thing is their challenges wow right so th- this is this is like uh, you've got to understand the challenges so yeah. a lo- you know here's a few things that Paul writes to Timothy about You've got stomach problems. Drink a little more wine, a little less water. I mean, how real is that? It's practical. Dude, this is a challenge in your life right now. Uh, And so I'm giving you some advice. Okay. I don't know too many pastors that would tell people that you need to drink more wine. but Their church would be a big church. Well, well, yeah, exactly. We'll leave that alone. He was was just being too religious. Wow. He was just being, he was, he had this religious mindset and was being intimidated quite regularly. Mm. And somehow in his religious mindset, he was believing that going without would please God and make him more effective. So Paul's addressing a challenge, a health challenge, but simultaneously Mm. he addresses a mindset, which is a big one of anxiety and intimidation. And so he's aware. I don't know whether Timothy's writing and saying this, whether it's just that Paul because he knows him well is and by the Holy Spirit is aware so good. whether there's reports coming back because Paul's got his guys going from one place to the other and they're saying, oh, Timmy, Timothy is under the pump right now. Mm. He's freaked out by this big church and these experienced leaders and mm. whatever it is. But he's Paul's aware of his challenges and he's, uh, he's putting courage in yes. him in the midst of his challenges. So he's giving him practical advice. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Well, they obviously are. Mm. So, and, and it's a mindset he's got. So he's encouraging him. Don't let people look down on you. Be an example in your word and your actions, your purity and your, you know, study to show yourself approved. So prove yourself. So he's, he's giving him all this advice, but the context is this courage that he's wanting to put in him because he can feel and sense the challenge yes. uh, that Timothy's facing. So he's speaking into those challenges. Mm. That's what you can't lead soul to soul or relationally if you're not giving the person you're leading a chance to talk about what's going on in their world. That's that's why I think great coaches prioritize face to face time. So good with the people that we're leading yeah. so that and that's time consuming and sometimes that can be depressing <laughs> but you've got to let people share 
and patiently instruct and put courage into people. Yeah. I remember, Pastor John, we were about to move to Melbourne and, and we were having a discussion and I was sharing with you, um, I feel terrified about leading people three times my age. I was 25. Right. And I right. remember you said to me, the most powerful question you can ask someone, uh, and no matter how old they are, but we were talking in that context, is what can I be praying for for you right now? Very good. And I think, isn't that Very a great good. way to find people's challenges? Is when, number one, we're communicating, we love you enough, we're going to be praying for you by name because we love yes. you. But also I found in my leadership journey of being a coach that that question, as you're sharing, it just opens up to where they are now. And, and I love what you said, write it down. And next time you see yep. them, you ask them about it, right? Yep. Yep. And, and as you encourage them, and we'll talk practically mm. about building this into your daily life so it becomes part of the way you operate daily. But as you encourage them, that's part of your framework. Hey, hey, Dan, I've been praying for you, you know, for, for your stomach illness that's been going on. And that's, we're making that yep. up, everybody. Just, but, but pray, just praying that as well or praying about this situation mm. with your finances or I'm praying about this. So to ask people their challenges and not, not so that you're the – got all the answers for them, but just that you you care and you're going to pray. Yes. And that, that makes a massive difference in people's lives. I love it. Well, we are learning from Paul here today, people. We want to it's know great. people's stories, know people's calling and know people's challenges. And I think this is just so helpful. But I guess, Pastor John, as we, we land this, I guess if someone's sitting here and go, how does this actually work on a day-to-day right. basis practically? Yes. I'd love to pick your brain yeah. on that. Really good. I think it is. A, there's a daily mindset. A coach has a daily mindset. You're not just a coach, you know, again, football analogy. Yep. You're not just a coach on game <laughs> day. True. You're a coach through the whole yep. week. Love right. That. So you, you're, you're giving instruction to people all the time. So, uh, so I think that there's a few, a few things and we use the acronym again because we're sports nuts, <laughs> ESPN. All right. For, uh, it's, I'm using that for my footy tipping, the ESPN app this oh, come year. Come on. Go the all right. Blues. Yeah, let's anyway, go. <laughs> so, but ESPN, we use it for group leaders and team leaders who are leading people and it stands for Dan. Tell us what yeah, it stands so for. Yeah. So E is for encourage. E S share scripture. P is pray, pray for them. And N is help them find their next step. And so that's what awesome. ESPN stands for. So that, that's the acronym. So we've talked about encouragement. And so encouragement is something that I think we all want to do. Yep. And and some of us are really good at doing it naturally, mm. spontaneously. Dan, you're a really awesome encourager, and I know you've worked on it, but it, it comes spontaneously out of your personality. Mm. Other people have the encouragement in, in their hearts, but have to practice and be strategic about how to express it. Yeah. So I think I would say one real powerful thing about encouragement is it's always specific. Yep. It's never like, oh, you're a good bloke then, <laughs> but it's always specific. Yeah, it's it's always, hey, the way that you led that meeting had such a sense of it was it was calm, it was fun. Mm. I love that you said three people's names in the meeting and you connected with them. And so encouragement's always specific. Yep. It's always to the context of calling. So I know – I do this, but you also do this. You, you have a – because I think encouragement needs to be strategic and spontaneous. Yes, yeah, it's true. So strategic and spirit-led. Yep. So if we're just waiting to be spirit-led, we'll be overwhelmed too often and never be encouraged. <laughs> so what, what's your strategy around encouragement? Oh, look, then? it's true. I think for me, I've, I've got a list on my uh, on a Google sheet of just – everyone I'm coaching. So who are the leaders right. uh, and the potential leaders that I want to, Great. you know, and obviously we do this for everyone, but who am I intentionally 
uh, one yeah, that God has placed under me to ESPN. So I got yep. them uh, on a col- uh, down a, a column. And then I guess yep. against that row, I have ESPN. And so my goal is that over a month, I actually will fill yep. it out once a week. Have I encouraged yep. Steve Marks? Have I encouraged right. Toby Couchman? And for me, uh, as you said, it's not to systemize or structure it for a bad reason, but it just helps me to come back to my heart. As you said, my intention, yes. my focus. It's intentionality, is to isn't do it? it. And so for me, um, yeah, I really then, good. and then lastly, I'll just say that's really helped me. I then calendar it in. So in my calendar, right. you will find ESPN yep. time and I will yep. pray and I'll say, Lord, awesome. you know, yeah, uh, I'm praying for Toby right now, and just yes. I'm just asking you, what what do you want to share with what him? Do you want to say? How can I Love encourage it. him? So, what's your heart? For um, him? Just one other thing I did back in the early days as I was trying to grow yep. in this is I actually had a reminder come up on my phone every day yes. at 4 p.m. Yep. Encourage somebody, yep. and yes. so as you said, practice yeah, makes perfect, that. right? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a daily reminder that comes up to encourage at different points. Same thing. I love the idea you, you shared about your list. So your list it should be the people that you are currently coaching, yep. but also people who you see leadership in, so who you true. think is, you know, so you're not just your existing coaches, but it's potential. Yes. So to, yep. to look at those. So, so encouragements, it can be face to face. It should be when you, you, you know, you have coffee. It can be when you see people. Yep. It can be via text. Uh, I, I love to do uh, voice recording or video recording yes, encouragement because tip. I think people uh, f- feel and sense your heart and love. And I, will, I love it like you're talking about to do it after I pray for people mm. because God's heart for them is on me and you, you do you are spirit-led. So, okay, that's encouragement. Uh, sharing scripture. Yeah. So what, what do you do with sharing scripture, Dan? Yeah, well, to be honest, generally it's quite linked to my encouragement. And so I'm yeah. praying for somebody and I, I generally, when I encourage, it's not all the mm-hmm. time, but I do try to have a scripture there. And so if I, Fantastic. Um, it's not every time, as I said, but yeah, I guess for me, whenever I'm encouraging someone, I'm trying to, uh, pro- yeah, for me, it's prophetically lean into God. What's something that will yep. really strengthen this leader? And num- the number one thing that will ever strengthen someone's soul, right, is not our words, it's the Word of God. It's the Word of and God, And I, yep. I just see myself as a coach. I'm a vessel between God and this leader. Yes. And so, yeah, that'd be one way for me. Uh, and then also that's awesome. when I'm having a, if I'm having a coffee or a meal or, you know, get some time with someone, I just love, you know, kind of even sometimes asking them, what what are some scriptures that God's been sharing to you? Uh, and and yes. I love just also drawing it out of people as well. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah. We want to we want to plant the seed of the word of God in people. That's a that's the job of a coach. Yes. Uh, whether whether it is encouragement, whether it's instruction, uh, whatever it is, mm. but we've got to get the word to people. Sometimes that's just that's also sharing podcasts. Yes. Preachers, uh, it's just a way of this. This is going to help you because someone's um, unpacking the scripture in a way that's going to really transform your life. So, a great coach doesn't have to, I think, has to make sure it's not this mindset. I'm the one voice, it's true, Pastor John. But I'm yeah. actually connecting you, obviously, to God, but as key voices so as good. we can. Uh, yeah. So then we go into prayer. So look, I've done this for a number of years. I would have uh, 15, 16 couples that I pray for pretty much every day in my prayer room. I've got a photo of each of those people so on, on the wall and I see them and I pray over them. I pray blessing over them. I usually have, because I've asked them their challenges, I'll usually be praying specifically mm. for one or two things. And, you know, sometimes it's a couple of minutes, sometimes it's 15 minutes, but really going after yeah. that. I do that. Danielle and I do that together once a week over the people oh, that yeah. we lead. So that, that, you know, Paul, in every one of his letters, he's writing, I pray for you. He says to Timothy, I pray for you yes. day and night. 
Yes. Like day and night, I'm praying for you. That's that's the heart of a relational wow. leader, right? And so it's it's not just that we tell people we do it to encourage them, yeah. but we actually do it. It <laughs> makes a, a big difference. And I was just going to yeah. say, Pastor John, as being the leader under you, I feel it. You know, you can right. feel it. Oh, my, my leader is praying for me. And it comes out in how you speak to me. And just anyway, I just wanted to share people under uh, us will yep. feel that you pray yeah. for them. I'm the same, like Pastor Phil Pringle is my pastor and leader mm. and I know he walks the beach or wherever he is in the world and he prays for me by name. Wow. And when he, uh, when I talk to him, when he sends me the encouragement, it's always got a weight wow. on it that's been birthed in prayer. And he's, you know, it's just, it, it puts fuel in my on my fire. Yes. It's awesome. Oh, so come on. Well, really, really good. Uh, I love that. And ESMP, did we want to touch on end today? Well, look, I think we're going to get into end yep. in the future. Ends around next. Steps. Yeah, and a coach obviously is continuously helping people identify what their next step mm. is, and we're going to look into unpack that a bit more into some of the episodes coming. We're going to talk a bit more about the mindset of going be from good. being a leader to a coach, uh, because that you know going from a doer to a leader is one thing, yep. but going from a leader to a coach is a whole other mindset. So, so we're going to unpack true. that a bit more. So, Come on. hey, really great sharing with people about being relational leaders. I think it, uh, people will sense and feel it when you really care and invest in them. Absolutely. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's Coach Life Leading Leaders. We can't wait to see you next time. And we are praying for you today as you coach leaders. You've got what it takes and the Holy Spirit is with you. See you next time. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. And we pray that you've been equipped and enlarged in your leadership journey. We would appreciate your feedback by leaving us a review wherever you've joined us from today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you join us again soon for our next episode of Coach Life leading leaders.